0: Take one deep breath.
1: Hi, I'm Bree,
0: and this is Michelle.
1: Welcome to Healing House greetings and salutations and welcome to healing house podcasts each week we'll break down ancient esoteric practices the power of tarot yogic concepts the occult and sacred rituals all with a modern spin making them applicable for everyone on the quest to arriving at home in the subtle body all oh wow. cackling cackling under, under the, the moon, moon. Oh 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 my oh. oh, oh. like how like our cackles have just gotten into like <laughs>
0: They're gonna...
1: just like weird sounds.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Eventually we'll just at the end be like and then run in and then starts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god, it was amazing. Michelle Dan just literally slid open the closet door and just handed me a pipe and oh, we <laughs>
0: sly. I didn't No need for the cutout.
1: No need for the cutout. He's that good. Um, Thanks, What's Sam. up,
0: dude?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bud. I'll, I'll, uh, this is my favorite thing ever because I get to sit back and just listen to you teach me cool shit.
0: The best. All of a sudden, I look under the door and just like a paw just like hands the joints. Just like funny. Just like under the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, amazing. It's
1: I've only, <laughs> only
0: trained them that well. Oh my, god. oh my
1: god, that'd be amazing.
0: I know. Jenna was telling me about this Oh no. Was this ever
2: <laughs> Wait,
3: what? I was what?
0: Say, Jenna was telling me, but I'm afraid that you told me it. Were you... did you tell me about the dog that presses all the buttons? No. Oh, okay, well then cool. So there's this dog and like the the owner has basically taught it how to use this machine where it's like every time it goes out, it you know, there's like all these buttons on the machine. And like one of the buttons is like go to the bathroom. The other one is, you know, I want a treat. The other one is I am hungry. The other one, I am thirsty. And like they kept doing these things. And now the dog is like communicating with them even further by like going after it comes inside, they they're adding more and more buttons. So now it's like I went poop. Like, the dog is, like, pressing buttons and past tense.
1: Like, I... What? Yeah. Dude, I just think of uh Rick and Morty. And I think it's, like, the second episode or something like that where the dogs, like, they get snowball. And that dog, uh Rick, like, puts a smart hat on it because Jerry's pissed off because the dog keeps, like, shitting and pissing on the <laughs> <Yeah>. floor. <laughs> so good. And then the I'm dog, at- like... The helmet, like, gives it, like, this crazy, insane, like, out-of-this-world t- intelligence. And then he, like, breaks out, and then all the other dogs, like, take over the world.
0: Yeah. It was, it <laughs> and they put
1: the humans in cages.
0: Yeah, that's what would happen. <laughs>
1: Do you think I'm a good boy, Morty? Will you rub my, will you rub my nose in urine now, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god if only i miss a circuit morning I, what bonnie, I know i wonder what bonnie would say if she had on an intelligence hat
1: i know what would she say
0: nothing intelligent
1: i don't i don't know bonnie you know like all i know is olive and a pogie. like i don't know that bitch that well I so. would
0: love bonnie she is so funny dude she's just like she's so tiny and she's so cute and she's such a She's so surprisingly a good dog for, like, the lack of training that was involved.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love when that happens. Love yeah, it.
0: You know, it's like when you're, yeah, it's like by the time you have three dogs, you're like, you're, you train your first dog, like, so well. And totally. they know all the commands. But then, yeah, it's like the kid. It's like third kid. You're just like, do whatever you want, dude. Like it. <laughs> <and> done. <laughs> you peed on the floor. Seriously. Okay, at least you're tiny and I don't have to clean up that much of a mess best best thing um
1: yeah that was kind of how it happened with max too
0: focus
1: focus focus okay um for me hocus pocus focus this week i'm just i'm so on the spot i'm not used to like uh, okay, going well,
0: Biden won, we yeah. A, Biden, Biden,
1: <laughs> that is great. Oh man, how did I like completely just pause and like overlook that? Thank god, Biden won, and now we just got to deal with Trump acting like a fucking five year old who didn't get an ice cream cone after he was a bad boy. Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would, yeah, I mean, that's probably kind of what it was like. I w- it was, I always, uh, yeah, I'm always like that person, like, in like like villain movies and stuff that's like what was that like what was the bad guy's upbringing like
1: <laughs> totally yeah like i want to know like the history of it is he like a carl pans ram or something I like mean, that you know,
0: yeah i mean you know he yeah i mean i guess it's what his cousin wrote that book um about his dad
3: oh the chick what's her name
1: and she's like, "We everybody run!" <laughs> like, <laughs> and she's like pleading for us to like stop this man before he gets out of control. His yeah. own flesh and blood is saying that. But yes, Biden won, number one hokey pokey pokey Um, but I think like I don't know how you felt, but at once we found out, you know, once the AP called it and stuff, I was like, I feel hopeful and i forgave yeah i was just like i forgive all of you like let's just fucking roll up our sleeves fuck everything that's happened and move forward and just get some shit done But apparently a lot of people don't feel that way. So it's going to be interesting. But I think people will come around to it. Like once that asshole is just like out and that's what I want for January is I just want a smooth, for my birthday, I want a smooth transition of Biden and and Mamala into the White House. (laughs) Hello
2: fellow Americans for my birthday.
1: what i would like is for everybody to come together all right it's me and i ask you not what you can do for healing house but what can healing house do for you (laughs) that was my really shitty jfk (laughs) but that's what i want for my birthday is i want a smooth transition but yeah for real for real not for play play um I, I don't know if anybody here or if you, Michelle, have listened to Marcus Park's and Carolina Hildago's uh, podcast, No Dogs in Space. But it's really good. I wish I knew them, and I was making an intentional plug because I want to be like best friends with both of them. Hey, um, <laughs> hey just saying. Um, but anyway, so they no dogs in spaces. This podcast, and it's about um, it's about music, and I rem- specifically like this season at least is about punk rock, and every single band that they covered was just like that band. For me when I was like younger and I was just like, oh, my God, the music that like I've just like, you know, because I've been so in the yoga zone. So I'm making like sculpt techno playlists and like gothy girl house, you know, you know, I love your playlists. I love
0: them.
1: Thanks. I am making you one actually right now for when we can start up uh, the yoga session, again, which soon um, and which we're going to have yoga offerings for you all. However, staying on track. But so this week they're doing Joy Division, and Joy Division is one of my like favorite bands ever. It like made me fall in love, you know, like when I was in high school with that specific genre music, and then Ian Curtis's own like unique tragic story. Um, But it made me think about like all of the music and the bands that I haven't really listened to in a while. So I've just been falling back in love with music dude like just like listening to like my old albums old playlists mm-hmm. like you know shit we used to jam to at goldmine yeah, and i was just yes. like oh my like you know i need to keep these things regularly in my life because it brings so so much fucking joy but you know just thank you to both of you if you ever hell freezes over and you listen to this podcast you will listen to this podcast because i feel like you guys would fuck with us oh, yeah. um but uh, it's just so so well done. It's it's so great. And it really brings that romanticism that is like punk rock, you know, because that's essentially what punk rock is, right? It's just like our romantic ideal of, of a world, you know, that's fucked up. And then it eventually comes down the line. And as like punk matures, it's like, oh, it's actually us. We're mm-hmm. fucked up. <laughs> so... Yeah, just uh, getting back in touch with, like, my inner punk rock, Brie Leonard. So. I
0: love that. The, I'm thinking, since we're doing the uh, this episode will be on tarot, what's coming up for me now with this conversation is the Six of Cups. That is, the like, an, a very nostalgic card. Um, yeah, like little, like, absolutely. Yeah, going back and kind of having those, like, nostalgic moments and, like, glowing in those old memories. Um, super fun.
1: I know. That's exactly yes. what it. It is a six of cups, dog. It's been great. It's been really good, man. Um, and I can officially say started the new job. It was awesome. So cool. Love all the chicks there. Um, everybody, it's nice to not, I mean, I love young people. Like I love like 20 year olds, but I love you guys so much, but you are incredibly challenging to manage. (laughs) And (laughs) I love you all so much. It's just, y'all are in that time in your life where you're going through all the shit. Like everything is happening at once. You're juggling a million things. Like, you know, you're, you're on your own like as an adult and having mature relationships for the first time and there's just so much that's happening, a lot is happening when you oh my god so much and i feel for you all because i was that bitch too like i i fucking get it but i'm really excited to be working with women who are a little bit you know who are my age and more mature and yeah. it just makes things a little easier but i love you 20 year olds
0: yes. don't get me wrong yes i was you once
1: i was you 10 10 years ago Only a
0: couple years ago <laughs>
1: <laughs> i uh, never want to be that person though that's like oh honey you have no idea like oh, you're god. so young oh you idiot <laughs> of course you don't know are you fucking stupid yeah, like dumb, dumb. god i never want to be that person when i you know as i age
0: i know but
1: I don't I, want to be condescending.
0: I do uh, I do remember that shift, though, happening. Especially, like, working in the service industry and, like, you have I've just had, like, I remember you know, it's like I started working in service when I was 14 years old, so to work in bars. She's lived yeah, it, Dottie. Lived it, it <laughs> okay. But it was like, I remember like my, like, older, you know, friends who were servers who I was like you know, they had families and they were, you know, I remember being like, oh, they're like my work mom. And they're like, I'm like, they're like you know. And all of, I, all of a sudden I remember this like shift happening at uh the last, you know, at Buzzmill where I worked where it's like I'm like having you know, close relationships with these like younger women who are coming in but it's just like I I'm like how old are Oh my gosh, you're like 22. This is oh, this is why like this is so intense right now these like subjects are like, you know, boyfriend drama or like a crazy fight with the best friend or whatever and I'm just like, Oh my gosh. I yeah. Yeah, it's a different conversation for sure. But still good ones. Um but I just remember that shift happening where I was like, Oh my gosh, now I'm like the work mama. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah.
1: I want to be like Michelle, (laughs) and you're just, like, smoking a cigarette out back. You don't want to be like me, kid. I'm washed (laughs) up. (laughs) I'm old news. Just kidding. i got
0: to get the fuck out of (laughs) here.
1: Yeah. Thank you for reminding me of how I need to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. so good. Um, Yeah, so I'm I'm stoked on that. Just to be around creative professionals will be nice. Yeah,
0: that's so exciting yeah see. um how about you what's
1: your what's your hocus focus focus
3: mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: this week i started my cycle yesterday so i'm kind of coming you know it's like one of those times where it's like when you just you're it doesn't matter you can't like you can't always just play the like well i'm on my cycle so i can't do anything like when you at, you have stuff to do like so you know there's things that like need to be done and i have mission work to do and instead of like you know fighting it and just i've just been taking it like as it comes just kind of like
1: bleeding like a champ
0: and like just kind of re- you know resting when i need to rest and then like any of the any just slowly kind of like getting my stuff done when I don't feel like it just kind of like allowing myself to be like okay well maybe put some music on and like dance a little bit and then see how you feel or like oh do a little bit of painting just for fun and then kind of it'll warm me up and get me ready to just paint for the commission work because sometimes my yeah and like painters and like creative people out there people who um who make artwork for a living which what what a what an awesome thing Um, but also know the, the, like, struggle of that, of, like, having those, like, creative The inconsistency. like, pockets of time just, like, not down, and I kind of have to, like, keep, keep going, or everything kind of, but also, I've really, I'm, this is my real hocus-pocus, and I'm going to try to do a little bit better, um, I guess as we continue talking, is, uh, speaking as being a little bit more, um, aware of the words I'm using so you know acknowledging how far I've come using you know instead of being like oh well I you know I'm gonna have to try harder which I kind of just did but you know I'm totally aware of um you know where I'm at and where I need to be and I'm really grateful that I get to paint you know and do the things I'm doing right now for a living to support me and. It's really awesome that even when I am moving slowly or a little bit exhausted, that I still fucking hit every deadline, I still get the work done, and even if i'm a little bit i I have one deadline that um has been pushed back, and it's gonna get done the paintings which one uh some nursery paintings for uh some close friends, yeah. Yeah, and...
1: Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah you're one. always talking, she's talking about it. if you're listening to this, literally, I talk to her, like, every other day, and she's talking about the shit she's going to do for your nursery, yeah. so it's gonna get it's done. it's getting done, and it's gonna be, <laughs> and that's the thing, is like,
0: I give myself such a hard time in, uh, over these, like, commissions sometimes, where it's just like, I always get it done, they're always great, and... I'm always going to that's always going to be my thing. I'm always going to get it done. Even if I push it to the last minute, like it's going to get get done and it's going to be amazing. So, um that's just part of my 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 process and that's that's is
1: gratitude. Yeah, gratitude and belief in the in the systems that you've created. Yeah, I've always Yeah, I've always been like like people are always like, how do you come up with new sequences every day? And I'm like, I don't know, or every week, because I do not come up with new sequences every day. It's like every week. Um, and I'm like, dude, like, I don't know, it just happens, you know, like kind of like I'll go take class or I'll like walk something through or like I'll think of like an area of the body or something. And, and then, you know, I think of that, that is a creative expression. But like when I was I always think about like artists, you know, specifically somebody of your medium where you have to produce something that's tangible, you know, I'm always like, God, how do they have the brain power to keep pulling shit out of their ass? Like just to keep creating like new original Mm -hmm. things.
0: Yep. Constantly. Like, fuck. Constantly stuffing your butt with new stuff out yeah
1: <laughs> i just think of like a magic trick like this the colorful scarves that are She's got more. And that's attached to your that's attached to your yeah. butthole and you're she just, just like going. oh it's a little stuck and that my friends is creativity and that's,
0: yeah. um, how
1: it's produced
0: so yeah and like and me and Bri were on the phone the other day. So I did do this, um, this practice where it was like, we were both talking about how, oh my gosh, like we have these ideas that are coming and we're like, oh my gosh, but I have so much more to do, you know, before like the next thing. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like to take a second there. And instead of being stressed about like what, it's just like me and Bree, we both took a second and we were just like, oh my God, thank you. Thank you, you know, spirit, <laughs> thank you, my mind, thank you, whatever is going on for, for, for this, for these thoughts, for the ability to be creative, for the ability to get excited about a new project, to expand on the project that we're already in. Um, totally. And I guess while
1: like it just keeps coming to me all the time. I started keeping a healing house journal because yeah. like it just pops up to me randomly. There's like fucking crazy person sticky notes all over my house. Oh, I know. It's I got. Fo- I'm a
0: sticky note person too.
1: Oh God, I love sticky notes um, and sharpies, thin point sharpies.
0: Yes. Um, since we're we were tra- chatting about like what's exciting and what is to come, one of the exciting things that we were discussing about the yoga, um, the yoga. Classes that Bree will be offering is we're gonna come up with Woo! we're gonna come up with um a package deal and I will be designing Healing House podcast yoga mats so you'll be getting the option well if you get you know a subscription with Bree you will get be getting a Healing House mat and they are just so exciting so much fun stuff I mean I'm I'm designing them right now um, I can't wait to like you know post the the mockups but
3: they're going to be so cool. It's going to be so
0: cool and like I don't even have time ta- like I don't even have time for that right now and it's just like it's just another thing to like look forward to and it's really dope. Really exciting.
1: I know. I've been wanting to offer online offers too. And like, you know, just so you all know, like the these offerings that we're going to give you too, like you by participating and taking yoga A you know, you're showing up really, 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 really hard for yourself in, like, the best way when you do these, you'll get the recording. So if you are a member of the coven and you're like, oh, fuck, I can't meet, like, you know, like, Brie has three yoga classes a month that I get and I'm not going to be able to, like, make it, you'll get the recording of it. So you guys can get the recordings of these classes and you could do them over and over and over again. And that's And that's what's going to make you achieve those specific physical asanas and we'll talk about you know mental challenges as well so physical challenges and the mental challenges is by doing things and training over and over and over again um but i'm just just know that like that a you're doing that for yourself and then you're also helping us make cool stuff like these mats you know like like Michelle was saying, like literally, we have like ideas upon ideas upon ideas with cool stuff to help, and you know we're just we know that a lot of people don't have a lot to give, um but if you can participate in the coven
0: i mean and what do, it. do- i mean I, the thing is is that you you always got to like offer things that like you know like that you'd be interested in having um which totally yeah, i'm like super which yeah it's just super fun. i'm signing up i am super i would be super in, <laughs> yeah i'm definitely signing up and i would definitely be super excited if i signed up for a like a virtual yoga thing and i got a f- mat like with it i would be very excited about that um <laughs> what the
1: fuck oh oh i was gonna say dude like how pathetic would it be if people are like you're not in your own coven <laughs> Because I was like, I'm joining. You're like, I'm joining. I'm like, yeah, we definitely got to join. Because it'd be pretty sad if we were like, no, nah, I don't want to be in the common.
0: <laughs> nah, nah, nah. No. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little bit too intense to meet. on me. <laughs> Ur, Yeah. Oh,
1: I don't, don't know how I feel about that.
0: <laughs> Shall we?
1: Card pull. What do you got there? Card what do you got there, little guy? Just
0: Just the daily. We'll do the daily, mm. like the pre use before we rider dies, you know. Before we, before we jump into the, to the tarot. MPL daily. I'm trying to be careful because last time my recording picked up a lot of my shuffling. I'll do it. Again. She's
1: shuffling in the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh my God! She's shuffling with her eyes, Dan. Oh, she's geez.
0: shuffling with her yeah. eyes.
1: <laughs> Take this. Take. Okay, cool. Focusing. Super serious.
3: Choose
0: Air, Earth, or H2O.
3: Gatorade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for getting that. Um, I choose. I'm gonna choose H2O.
0: They're gonna be like, these people really like water. <laughs> so oh my god! I think we like. I think we broke out into song. Oh my god! Five.
1: I'm totally cool with that. What did we get? I don't see.
0: Discover.
1: Hey, that's what. Did, wasn't that the card I got? Uh, for the full for web spinner circle.
0: Yes, it is.
1: Michelle drew personalized like cards for us for the web spinner circle. It was really great.
0: Now it is all of our
3: our energy for this evening.
0: For yours, wherever you are out there.
1: <laughs> oh, you cool guys and Just- gals. <laughs> 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 okay, you go go, go, go.
0: <laughs> We have mics and headphones. Discover <laughs> yeah. Discover what makes you shine from the inside. Be a truth seeker. Master the elements. Don't be afraid to learn new things. You have a chance to change your life on an energetic level, stepping up into the new level of your personal confidence and power. Yeah, discover. And what I love about this is what is coming to me is this is like, this is what kind of finding tarot did for me, like discovering tarot. It made me feel like just this super like powerful and confident self like within, like being able to trust myself um, while picking and choosing cards, you know? It's like I remember like feeling like a little bit intimidated like many years ago. Um and then after like getting you know, getting familiar with my deck and um just like the practice of it, I really um love everything about it now. Oh, yeah. I kind of yeah. you know, let inner and that's like what obviously like what we're gonna be talking about for this episode is just um you know how much Tarot can, can tell you. Um, if you, you know, pay attention and I, I like to, you know, kind of be careful too, um, like not over like indulge obviously in anything, but not, you know, to like read into anything um, that doesn't feel right for you. Um, you know, not taking cards literally or things that people say um, because the the cards are never going to tell you anything that you don't already know. That's like my biggest like thing.
1: Is. totally and it teaches you it doesn't you know you don't get a card or like a spread and you're like this is it this is it i can't change it this is destiny this is going to happen the power with tarot is it tells you that this is what you can do to change this like it it's okay. not what you can't it's what you can do however right. there are cards though that are like yo dog it's fucking done Like, (laughs) which that's just real talk, you know. Because the world is a balance, you know. There's nature versus nurture, black and white, hate and love. Just, yeah. You know,
0: there's always the duality of in everything. There you go. And that's why look at her using her words. That's what Tarot reminds us of, and um, that's why Tarot is so fun and so so freaking awesome. Um, so I guess we'll we'll (gasps) begin. So the We'll begin the journey of tarot just like The Fool does. Um,
1: yes. I played The Fool and that is some real talk.
0: <laughs> so the first thing I would love to do, um, my favorite um, book, one of my favorite decks and one of my favorite books is um, The Mesquite Tarot. A book, it is made by Alicia Fitz, written by Alicia Fitz, and illustrated by Broen Walls, and this book is my favorite, so I really, really love it, and I, um, i am obsessed with, um, Alicia's writing style, and I think that this is a really nice way to just kind of introduce, um, what tarot is, um, by this little welcome story that she has in the beginning of her, of the book that I have of her. So I'm going to, I'm going to start here. Um, welcome. Story is so very human. It's a practice we all partake in. Whether we mean to or not, we tell stories of our days, of how we got to this point in our lives, of our families and belongings. We call our stories songs, photos, or memories. We call them entertainment or art. We call them news. We are ever creating, making sense of it all. Ultimately, we tell stories because they bring us to a better place of understanding. Like sweat under sun, stories come out naturally, a byproduct of life as it moves through us. Tarot is a collection of images, symbols, and words, the bones of a story, that can join together in an infinite number of ways. The arcana collectively depicts the range of universal human emotion and experience, the greater and lesser mysteries of life. Tarot can act as a scaffolding upon which you might project, examine, and understand the raw material of your world, a space to know what's within and what's outside of you, and ultimately, that there is very little difference between the two. In life and in story, perspective is key. Getting outside of ourselves, getting a little air or distance can radically change the way we see things, the way we take them in, and as a result, the ways we act, the stories we tell. It is my sincerest hope that you find clarity and meaning in these cards. In their voices, may you make a lovely story of your own.
1: I love that.
0: Jesus ideas. that is
1: I love like her like you said her writing style like holy shit that's awesome
0: I love it so much and I love like starting off you know like my re. like if someone has never gotten a tarot reading I just think that that is such a beautiful little snip of a explanation
1: yeah like I had I did a reading for this woman today actually and she's a <laughs> she's a recovering evangelical. Ooh. Yeah. And, and which I was like, whoa, and you're getting a tarot reading, dude. You guys think it's like the devil's work or something, wow. you know, like I just like really admired her type of tenacity and courage to stay true to her. And like, you know, we actually talked about that and like, that is such a beautiful, like welcoming raw and like organic definition of like what tarot is. That was really good. What it is, yeah. right?
0: Like what the story yeah. is. Like I feel like a lot of times people who aren't familiar with it, it, it yeah, it seems like a little bit spooky or like, "Oh, I don't want to know my future" or like something like that. And it's just like, "No, these are very, very relatable things for everyone." And you can create the story. You, you know, you're going to you know way more about yourself than I do. And uh I think that's what's really cool about um getting into tarot and Um, I guess we can talk about like how we got into tarot a little bit, um, after, but, um, yeah, just like getting into it on your own and just like really learning to trust yourself and and getting to know the cards, um, has helped me so much. It's like given me this kind of a tool to help me understand myself. And that's different than just like reaching out or like, and yes, do I have, I had my tarot cards read yes, but by, like, a very selected few people, you know, it's not like I'm just calling and getting, like, tarot readings, like, every other week, you know, um, it's really cool to be able to, to be able to, like, understand, um, figure those cards out, and of course, it's, like, super, um, helpful if, if you don't know how to read tarot, and you get, call, and, um, you have some questions, or, like, need some guidance, but, yeah, I recommend, um, you know finding someone that you feel connected to um and you know doing your own doing your own research as well not just taking everything
1: and if you're like nervous or you feel intimidated or you know like I definitely felt those feels too like dude like Michelle just said like just Surround yourself with it. Ask questions. Lean on people that you are connected to. Like, you know, we want, like, people want to share gifts like this with you, you know, and nerd out on stuff like this, you know. Yeah. Because we're all on the same mission, which is just to understand our crazy ass selves.
0: Right. And it's rare that you're going to, like, go, you know, get a tarot reading and someone just be like, you know, tell you they're going to, like, give you some weird fortune um miss cleo style
1: or something yeah
0: yeah or like the tent yeah one time i got well it it was a palm reading but i went to somewhere in cleveland actually lakewood ohio with my younger sister and
1: anywhere named a city named lakewood no uh, no good
0: (laughs) yeah dude she she like she told my she told my youngest sister like you're going to you know develop a crush on a boy soon my sister was like 10 and she's like (laughs) um Watch out for spiders to, like, my other sister, who's, like, a year younger than me. And then to me, I'm, like, 16, 17. She's, like, oh, my God, it looks like you've had a miscarriage. You might want to get to a doctor. Like, you had a miscarriage, didn't know about it. I was, like, oh, my God. Freaking out. You're going to have
1: a crush on a boy. You, Whoa, dude, you had a miscarriage. <laughs> like, that is a stark, yeah. like, contrast.
0: Yeah, I paid this lady 20 bucks to ruin my fucking day. <laughs> and <then> she, like, <laughs> Dude, my mom was so mad. My mom was like, if you t- do not tell your father that story, he will be up there in less than 10 minutes, like, testing that lady out. This is Reagan's um, America! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was, like, legit concerned. I, like, called my therapist. I was like, didn't you get my do my blood work? Like, I think I, I had a miscarriage. Anyway, it turns <laughs> out, like, I had gone... I had gone. I I had blood work done like very recent. Um, in that time because they were trying to see if I had like thyroid issues. So my therapist was like, uh, I don't know, like you know, I'm a therapist, not like a doctor. I don't know if you're pregnant. And uh, I had gone like to the gyno, not too like far from that off either. And they, I legitimately like, had my mom calling these doctors, and they're like, uh, no
1: uh no. you know what we did some deeper investigation it looks like your daughter had a palm reading from the th- <laughs> from the uh three nipple psychic or psychic from mall rats um <laughs> she just has like three nipples and then the third one's a pepperoni
0: yeah <laughs>
1: That's seriously who it sounds like you went to go see was the three nipples sidekick or psychic. Why do I wanna keep saying sidekick? Psychic.
0: It was the weirdest shit, dude. That was just like a force. Oh my god, that's Um, so
1: good. I love it.
0: Yeah, but unless, you know, I don't think most people are gonna You have the
3: you have the best childhood stories. They make me so happy.
0: Like why? Um so tarot (laughs) tarot so i guess where to start um so as far as my research goes um the first (laughs) tarot decks um that were created that they know of this is there are very very different um dates on this whole thing like some starting as like back as like the 1300s some are like no the 1800s They're like so no
1: dog like... 1993 seattle like sound garden uh pretty much okay so,
0: no yeah like it, so some you know i'm what i'm guessing is like the 1400s you know there's like some some whatever some writing some decks some cards um but the whole idea of it was is that the first decks essentially were just playing card games they were just it was just some sort of game um they're in northern italy in like the 1430s or 1450s or something um, it
1: was rummy and (laughs) (laughs)
0: tarot they actually say it's comparable to bridge comparable to yeah yeah so bridge so comparable to bridge right and then they eventually uh the additional trump cards were added so the trump
1: card- <laughs> all have red hats
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm sorry i'm on like another one tonight
0: dude it's okay i am i was like hippie speedball because me and brie we're recording late night and so i couldn't like if if it was morning i'd be sober for this but brief <laughs> but we had to do it at night <laughs> so um i got hippie speedball coffee and,
1: and woo coffee, buckle know, up everybody
0: <laughs> yeah. i'm getting crazy i think brie's drinking a margarita <laughs> <laughs> Shit. yeah
1: i'm having a margarita and then i got yeah. high but that's what i do uh,
0: yeah yeah so we're in a good spot right now for this. it'd be really yeah, cool if place. dan
1: brought me a topo chico but shooting for the moon anyway keep going okay
0: you you have a, you have a bell just outside of
1: the <laughs> <closet>. <laughs> well we get like somebody to like drill a hole in the wall and then dan could just serve me cafeteria style <laughs> oh yeah, my god
0: jordan jordan uh drilled a hole through the wall for the for the cord for my computer, so I could get direct internet into the car, <laughs> because it's like literally, literally, the internet cord is in here. Um, oh, so good. Okay, back to like tarot, Italian. Yes, we're
1: on track. We're on track. We're
0: all we're on. We're on my second bullet. Point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this might have to be a couple quarter. Okay. okay, cool. Go.
0: This is what this is why I have to read. This is what I have to do in the morning, or I just no, it's totally good. It's gonna be perfect, and I know you guys love this.
2: Love it.
0: Um, they love it. So the whole, the Trump with the red note <laughs> <Trump laughs> cards. Uh, so these, you know, these illustrations, these symbolic illustrations are added to the cards. They are now the Trump cards. And this is, I guess, in Italy, in Italian, it was called a uh, Carte di Trionfi. Trionfi? Trionfi.
3: Trionfi. So
0: essentially this means Trumps, Trump in English, um, tarot key, another Italian word appeared after these, all these Trump cards were added into, into the game, um, into America. And yeah, it's not, you know, Egyptian or Hebrew or Latin. Um, this is all the words, these tarot are Italian and, um, yeah, so tarot key, and then, so in Italy, tarot key, and then the Germans use the word tarot, and then the French enlisted the word to be tarot, so I guess more properly, and now tarot is how that word uh, kind of showed up. Damn, I like the um, French
1: version the best. I kind of like the German one, It has. it's kind of nasty, and I, and I fuck with that. Tarot. Tarot. I'm like, all right, I sit on yeah. it.
0: What about uh, Triomphe? Triomphe. Oh, that's cute. Triomphe. It is very cute. I think French is very cute. Oh, I love Um,
1: anything French, dude.
0: I do too. I love yelling at my dogs in French. (gasps) Femme la bouche. Femme la bouche. bouche. And then, Femme la bouche. Isn't it? I'm on the trail, I'm just like screaming that. Let's just shut your mouth.
1: Oh, Femme la bouche. What was the. I just think of Dexter's. Oh, Dexter's lab. Omelette du famage. <laughs> Omelette du yes.
0: famage. Oh my gosh, I forgot about Dexter's Life. I know, Dexter's Live
3: was a shit, yo.
0: It was. Very good. Um, okay, so, you know, Italy, I guess just, you know, the Europe, Europe area. Um, Northern Italy kind of moved down, made its way down. Southern France. Um, there's a lot of, like, different styles of decks, which... Would love to get into some of those, um, eventually. Or we're gonna, and I think in an episode or two we're gonna get um a tarot, a very professional tarot reader on here. But for now, I'm just kind of gonna go over like the basics. Um, <laughs> very professional, unlike me. Um, so yeah. So the Southern France, you know, these people are all into like the Renaissance. The Renaissance was a kind of a in you know a big uh, influence on it. Uh, these Different images and the, all the symbolism. Um, I want to go also, there. Oh.
1: I want to go to that time period. There. Like, okay. I want to go to that same. There. Like, I want to go to France during that time period and, like, party all Renaissance style.
0: Sounds. I know. Get I gout and
1: STD, it. drunk <laughs> AF, dancing, okay. yeah, get all the deets in. fucking in a field. I'm, like, into it.
0: <laughs> Take me back. <laughs> and then maybe you could find this guy, Frenchman Jean Baptiste Alliette. So he published the first definitive like guide to Terra oh.
2: Um
0: he also so he like changed his name. It's just like his his first his like last name backwards, which is Atelia. So he wrote this guide using the cards. He released his own deck alongside of it. Um, he gave meaning to each of the cards, incorporating his beliefs about astronomy and the four elements um and he claimed to have borrowed heavily from the book of Throth and that is an Egyptian text um supposedly ri- written by an Egyptian god of wisdom. This like gave some credibility to the cards at one point that this like French dude you know wrote made this divination book, said it was from like some egypt because the old, you know, as like far as anybody knew, it was just kind of like a plain
1: It was bridge. Car.
0: It was just kind of like a game. Yeah, it was just kind of like this fun game. But now, you know, this guy in, what, the 1700s? Yeah, in, Fran- in France is like this is, you know, something more. This is something deeper. Um, there's a lot of symbolism in here. There's a lot of, like, Egyptian wisdom in here. And so people were like, okay.
1: Um, symbolism for sure, dog.
0: For sure. And that, and so that and like that's what's kind of cool about it. I I feel like because like tradition has to start at some point. And like yes, we do. I feel like a lot. You know, you think of tarot and you think like, oh my god, it's like so old, centuries, centuries, and centuries old. It's really not that I old. The idea of it, um, kind of like so. This these two people, um, which who we know the rider waite like rider waite um, was in. In this secret society. So it's the Hermic Order of the Golden Dawn. So there was a guy, Elvis Levy, and he was a ceremonial magician. He studied the occult. He was basically considered like the greatest occultist of the 19th century. This dude agreed, you know, he was like super into the kind of mystical properties of it, this like divination kind of idea of it. He saw you know the the french version um and was like inspired by like all the elements and all that stuff so this dude um in the secret society of the cult he begins to associate tarot with elements the zodiac signs and a bunch of other things um giving it even more there is
3: power in this deck uh,
0: yeah of its power right and so people started to see it that way, people were like, okay, so in like in 1900s, people were like, all right, alongside of him in the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, that's this secret society, um, was uh, Rider Waite. So William Ryder Waite, he, you know, hooks up with uh, Pamela Coleman Smith. She's an artist. She's also a member of the Golden Dawn. So there's like these, there are these people in this like secret occult society who are doing all this divination and stuff. And they're, you know, super inspired by the deck and they're giving it these properties. She's the artist. She makes, um, she makes the, the, all the artwork for it. And this is the staple. This is like where those, um,
1: iconic images like you know
0: iconic images these you think like three of, of cups of like the kids.
1: girls like celebrating and like crushing yes. it and then the lion yes. for strength and yeah
0: yes because before that before that the cards were just very like game-like like there was a three of cups you know but they were just you know three diamonds they were suited they weren't you know there weren't all these the elements involved there weren't like the four the four suits that were, what are they as they are now? The wands, the swords, the pentacles. So that changed as well. Um, and of course, even in, I mean, even in the oldest decks, like those kind of archetype um, images, like they, the fool, um, the empress and all that, they, they were, you know, yeah, they were there. You know, those, those images are kind of like what you would even see on like, you know, like, cave walls, like, these paintings of, like, these, like, iconic, or these, like, archetypes, and that's, like, where that kind of originated from as well,
1: but... So cool. That they're like, um, yeah, yeah, you know what this deck of cards is? We can see the future, dog. <laughs> right.
0: I also uh read that, like, it was also common, like, at some point in um, in Europe that they would, there's different ways of like kind of playing the game where you would lay out like 36 of the cards and roll dice or throw rocks and whichever ones they would land on, it would kind of be like future or fortune telling, um, in a way. Uh, whereas like, uh, you know, now we're like choosing the cards or picking the cards. Um, but yeah, so, um, in the seventies, I, So Stuart Kaplan, so he started, he obtained the publishing rights for the Rider-Waite deck all over again, um, came out with a book, Tarot Cards for Fun and for Fortune-Telling, and since then wrote, like, wrote several different volumes on it, and that's, again, kind of getting, like, its popularity back, um, in the 70s. Um, in many ways, uh, the cards, are telling the oldest story of humanity following the fool like through the hero's journey the hero's journey we've like all heard the story in different ways many of times on film um all the time so these images can easily you know be called these are are these archetypes that we all um, think like
1: luke skywalker for the fool or frodo baggins yeah
0: for sure for sure so, kind of just to like go over, um, the cards. So there's seventy eight cards in tarot, uh, and the first twenty two cards that there are. This is gonna be my like tarot
3: take... gang sign.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we'll set. We'll post a pic. Um, the first twenty two cards in the deck are the major arcana. Um, these are gonna be like the larger. Uh, themes and qualities that we all encounter as people at different stages of our life. Um, they are the universal archetype, archetypal forces within us and around us all. Um, also, the story of tarot starts with a fool. These first, these first twenty-two cards that I'm talking about, one through twenty-one. One starting with the magician. The fool does not have a number the fool um i guess it's kind of like it's his story right he's going through the numbers he's going through all of everybody the limit does not exist for the fool (laughs) yeah yeah hold on your number so the fool starts with the fool uh number one you know we are born we we step into the fool uh, as the fool's journey and we meet the magician it's like our soul you know our soul self, our higher the the power, the self mastery. Um the fool is gonna meet him, of course, first, and then he's going to meet uh the high priestess, the like um inner knowing, this kind of his uh celestial mother essentially. Then the fool is going to meet his mother and then he is going to meet his father. He is then go the emperor, so he's gonna meet the emperor, the empress, and then the the emperor and he's like i hate you
1: guys
0: (laughs) i don't like you guys take me back to my celestial mom (laughs) um and then who does he meet he meets the the hierophant uh or his celestial father and then the lover's card um you know the card of love the card of choice uh and then he's gonna meet the chariot uh which is gonna be conflict and struggle um
1: him and his girl went rogue
0: first yeah these these first like these first of the cards in the major arcana are going to be kind of the fool's childhood and youth so it's like yeah you meet you know you meet the magician you meet the celestial mother you meet empress you meet the emperor um celestial father lover's card and the chariot um then the fool is going to go into the next phase of his journey um So he's received the benefits, right. And, and like the growth, uh, from his teachers, from his parents, um, and lessons in love and lessons in war. It's, like, classic, yeah. like,
1: if you think about it in, like, modern times, it's, like, you know, like, I think a John Hughes film, you know, it's just, like, this, like, middle-class kid who, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it has, like, yes. you know, kind of a rich dad, but he's not, like, super rich, but they have, like, you know, a two-car garage and, and a house in the right area of town, yeah. right? And then he meets <laughs> this girl and he falls in love and he's like, yo, dude, get in my 1987 Toyota Corolla and let's cruise
0: Right. At what point in the story does he, like, have his breakdown and have a rebirth? Have his rebirth journey. Um. Yeah, everybody's got, the, like, everybody can relate to, like, every card in the deck. Everybody can relate to every person in the story because we all got this, you know, we all have these things. Um. So, yeah, he he's already learned, you know, that stuff. And now he's basically... Gonna learn about his morals. He's gonna learn some, some shit about life and like choices. And um, shit's about to get real, that's basically. Where, yeah, that's where fucking justice, temperance, strength, Damn. the hermit, Ooh. um, the wheel of fortune, and the hang one. Right. So justice. So after his childhood, after his youth, the fool runs into. He comes
1: peace, into some problems. More <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's got to le- he's got to like learn his life fucking lessons now. There's a mosquito in here.
1: It's free.
3: Um Nothing is worse than having a mosquito in your house. I
2: murdered it.
3: Okay. So, <laughs> I
2: murdered it.
0: <laughs> um So right, so Justice a fair resolve, clear thinking, a balanced mind, temperance. We're just, I'm just going to go through and give you guys kind of a background. It might be nice to like, you guys can re-listen and like write it down if, if you feel, feel called. Um, temperance, mixture of feelings, cooperation, a balanced heart. It's going to meet strength you know fortitude uh courage you know strength is like that lesson in life that you know you can't you know it's going to be true strength is in you know the soft control of everything true strength you know the image in this the strength card is one of my favorites so that's why I'm talking about it a little more but you know the image of i think that's like one of the like really recognizable ones too is like the woman like holding the lion's head kind of and like holding its mouth and it's like
1: I fuck with lions. Uh, the, yeah, like a lion
0: could fuck. A lion could fucking destroy you. But like this woman has the, she is true strength. Like true strength isn't like you know beating a lion or even acting like a lion. It's not you know aggressive or harsh or intense. It's, it's super chill. Like real strength comes in. In in softness you know it, it goes back right to like up. solar
1: plexus chakra like strength yeah. and powers and power over others right it's it's responsibility and courage over your own right. actions right
0: right and that's what yeah and i love the strength card i think it's so important um, wait did i say sacral so did i
1: say solar plexus
3: solar plexus chakra so- just want to make sure okay okay
0: um yeah and then the hermit so after you know we learn you know how to like be gracefully strong we also need to learn uh the hermit how to like go within uh we need to learn patience and meditation and like the importance of sitting with yourself for extent for time like what time what happens in time when we are hermiting i'm sure we all know a lot about that
1: right now yeah <laughs> since uh we've been stuck in our fucking houses and can't see we've anyone it have been hermiting yeah. so effing hard right now
0: so hard i'm hermiting, um and also also the wheel of fortune so movement cycles kind of you know turning inwards uh to meet one's face
1: speak um, of game shows did you hear about alex trebek
3: R.I.P. R.I.P. Anyways, I know wild wild time. Um, yeah. So, wheel of fortune. Turning
0: inwards to meet one's fate, and then the hanged one or the hanged man. Um, and right, this is the sacrifice. This is letting go. This is a changed perspective. And. That is the end of part two of the fool's um, journey. And then part three. Return, of the, of... Be... <laughs> Return of the Jedi will it, be. It does sound like the underworld journey begins. So this includes death. Um, you know, the fool must go through some sort of transformation, um, some sort of death, some sort of rebirth. There must be some type of ending so that some new beginning can take place. Um, and the devil, uh, where the fool must face his own shadow and his own darkness, um, you know, knowing also that the devil's chains are never as, like, tight as she may think or that we may think um, they are. Um, yeah, I feel like everybody has that realization of, like, kind of facing our, you know, kind of going through the death, kind of going through the triumph. Trans- transformation but then realizing like oh i have to face my inner darkest shadows my inner self like to get through it and then that's where the tower the tower comes into play uh you know reborn of divine fire um the tower has to come down the tower has to come down so so new growth new growth can, can happen
3: it's the tarot ecosystem
0: Yes, it really is. And now, you know, that you get to go into the kind of the journey of success um, and recovery. And that is when the fool discovers the star. You know, stars, I feel like, of course, in symbolism and in history are, you know, the way to find your path, the way to find home again and that's what the star is in tarot it's like after the fucking burn you know after death after the devil and after shit has burned down to the ground yeah you find the star so you find that star in the sky for um you know this sense of hope again this kind of like replenishment this like new reawakening
1: i love the the i love the star it's one of my favorites. I, to start
0: too. I, love, I love the image of it as well. Um, the moon. Uh, you know, of course, reflection and change and confusion. You're going to go through that. Um, the sun. The light. The joy of life. I mean, vitality and life and that fire um, is, of course, something that's going to happen, especially after you kind of gain the hope. This is like part on the up and up of the journey. So like it starts kind of part three is like that underworld journey of like death. And then you kind of, you know, you find the star and that is where um, you're on like the, your journey of success and recovery. Um, and that's when you find the sun. And then, oh, of course, judgment. So judgment kind of guides the fool right out of uh, the underworld towards success and rejuvenation so judgment is like okay dude you got you, you know you've been in the shit you've gone through the death um
3: go for it
0: this way yeah this way uh into success and rejuvenation and then the world uh the world is the last of the of the 22 so number card number 21 it is success it's attainment um you know goals achieved completion and reward integration arrival whatever and of course like as these cards come up they're going to come up for you in different ways for different for different things um <clears throat> but these all you know represent like huge life life lessons for car- um karmic influences and all of those like archetypal themes that we we're kind of talking about that influence all of our lives for sure um <laughs> for sure we can all relate to those cards. Um, And then into the minor arcana. Um, These are like... Mine? You know, minor. They're going to be like way more... They're like getting into the specifics, you know? Um, The nitty grits. The nitty grits of life. So relating, you know, specifically what's happening in your life right now. uh, It can offer, you know, insight into your present situations. um, And how these are the cards that like you look at and it can help you kind of decide how you're going to manifest your goals how are you going to get yourself out of this situation is there any guidance or offering some sort of help being offered to me that I can see to change the outcome yes there is and you will find them in the minor minor arcana um yeah so these are going to be the wands, the cups, the swords, pentacles. I guess, what, in some other decks, you're going to have, like, the arrows be the swords or a coin coin for pentacles. Mm-hmm. Or a star, possibly, for pentacles.
1: Yeah, I always feel like I see a bunch of, like, different, like, takes on it. But I tend yeah. to gravitate it, more towards... It. Yeah, totally. I tend to gravitate more towards traditional suits
0: yeah same um okay so we'll go through we'll go through them we'll go through um the minor so wands are going to be the matter of will this is going to be like your ambition creativity um passion uh wands represent your energy and motivation and so when these appear in your tarot readings this is going to be like what's my purpose your spirituality new ideas this is like your momentum this is matter of the will um cups matter of the heart um this is of course going to be of the feels it's going to be an emo you know cards of the emotions um it's going to represent your feelings and your intuition and you know, possibly if these cards are being pulled up, it's gonna obviously be matter of the heart. This may be relationships or, um, uh, you know, emotional connections with yourself or with others—your partner, your friends, your family, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whoever, whoever, no. <laughs> who whoever
1: the fuck you love? Whoever, nobody cares. Uh, uh, nobody,
0: <laughs> swords are matter of the mind, which I think. Which oh I guess we could maybe talk about ways to like remember this. I think I think of like matter of the will. Like if you can imagine these cards, will like, and wand. The the yeah, it's like a wand. My like, will. Like, yeah, if you were gonna wave a magic wand for somebody, right? That would be like a matter of the will. Uh, I feel like it's kind of like imagine if you had a wand in your hand and you like threw it into the ground that like reminds me of like your willpower, you know, so like you can imagine like a stick as your willpower um, or imagine like you got a hiking stick and you're like, oh, I'm going to get to the top of this hill with this wand. Um, water, I think, I mean, cups, I think fluid i think that's pretty easy to remember uh water fluid that's going to be emotions uh that's going to be matter of the heart swords matter of the mind it's like matter of the mind swords you know are sharp there's two sides of the arrow it's like clear you know you're cutting through the bullshit that's what the swords yeah that's yeah that is matter of the mind so swords cutting through the bullshit swords matter of the mind so this is thought This is, you know, thought and conflict. Intellect is going to represent your words. Um, The sword, you know, may appear about communicating, communicating ideas or making decisions. um, Being assertive um, or asserting your power and just like really making up your mind. A lot of the times, you know, swords, it's like if it has to do with your mind, there's going to be like, a lot of answers there right you could be like okay this is a mind thing i need to you know separate from that or whatever that's what's nice
1: about the suits it it tells you that type of gives you that type of diagnosis where it's like oh i need this is something that's going on in my heart or this is something that i just need to get the balls to get up and go do you know or i yeah. need to have this tough conversation with you know myself or whoever whatever.
0: Yeah. With Bonnie about bringing that Jordan
2: here. <laughs> 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 Trying to
1: any signal, any signal.
0: A yeah. <laughs> signal. Um, last one. The Pentacles. Um, this is matter of the earth. Uh, the Pentacles. If you can, I mean, a Pentacle, a coin. You can imagine, I mean, a coin. You know, this is material. This is money. I touch it. Um, you could
1: touch it and do it.
0: Yeah, you can touch it. It's it's gold. Uh, material, physical things. Your home, your work, uh, represents your finances. Uh, your, you know, material possessions. Um, maybe it would appear, you know, in a reading about a career, financial, you know, wealth, or you know, whatever. Uh, anything like that. Anything that's like your home or your work or whatever. Um. So yeah, those are the four suits, and then all of these suits, right, go from one to ten. There's ten of each one, and there's also a court card for each one. But we'll get to that one. We'll get to that in a sec. So since all it was a little bit tricky, right? For at least it was for me to like kind of like imagine it in the beginning, because. Right, so each one, it's like, okay, so there's, you know, swords mean mind, pentacles mean earth, cups mean heart, wands mean will, but then there's all this one through, like, now there's, you know, one of swords, two of swords, like, there's, the numbers also have meanings, and it sort of helped me to, like, learn them, um, kind of on their own and then like make these connections later but it's also really awesome it it doesn't matter which way you learn it um but it's super helpful and I feel like a little bit easier I guess looking back on it now I guess I could have learned these probably beforehand and it would have made it a little bit easier so ones the beginning shocker yeah so ones are the beginning um you know there it's there's a lot of potential there there's momentum um inspiration in the ones um the twos are going to be like duality, choices, balance going on um i'm just imagining the two of pentacles like the guy is like juggling two uh yeah so duality, choices like that balance is there and then what's another like two
1: partnership sometimes like like co-creation two
0: of cups um oh i got yeah like two of wands like a possibility of boldness um you know kind of becoming friendly with your own wise power there's a lot of courage in that card so yeah okay so then threes uh groups completion of a phase or growth so i think immediately of the three of cups like the you know the sister card. It's like um, definitely a a community card or a um, a group card, um, and also even in like the three of ones, like an expansion, of foresight. Like as you go through the numbers, like you're going, you know, like they're evolving. You're like becoming more familiar. Um,
3: oh my god! I thought you said Volva, but you said evolving.
0: Uh, vulva. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Who? What? Who? Um, four. Manifestation. Foundations.
3: Endurance. Um.
0: I'm trying to think of. Can you think of any of the fours like that that really sticks out to you? I guess. I don't know. The pups. Uh, is the one i think of first which is like they're like sitting there, like the four cups and you're like sitting and you're like choosing and you have like you know you've you're like pondering the situation you're wondering about what's next there's like a lot of contemplation going you're like manifesting it there's there's a lot of endurance there like even i think yeah like
1: part- it's like it's an intentional reflection like it's act it's like a very active style of reflection is how i would describe it
0: as far as like yeah four of swords or four of arrows you know it's that's kind of a healing card or recovery card um but yeah kind of this like refocus but um yeah these are just like keywords okay so five conflict movement um and a fluctuation sixes are going to be like adjustments harmonizing and alignment um sevens are gonna be reevaluation an investigation introspection of some sort eight um achievement rebirth changes are gonna be happening kind of movement is gonna be happening nine a huge transition period right you're re- you're nearing completion uh a lot about like attainment going on there, and then the tens you know completing cycles, everything coming full circle, um moving forward uh in that one. Um yeah, the tens, Like it's over, you know, there's a lot of like but a bing, but a
3: boom. Ones. It's a 10.
0: But a bing, but a bing, but a boom. So that's like your 1 to 10. And you know how far you're like you know, it's like if it's a matter of the you know, matter of um Swords, uh, matter of the mind something's going on going on there. Um and if you're almost completion, like there's probably gonna be this like, you know, the nine of swords is kind of this like worry, kind of guilty kind of um like insomnia card, I feel like. But it's like it's quite like you're so close, you know, you're so close to that.
1: It's like the I think of like the boy that's like crying in his bed. And then there's just, like, swords everywhere. With all the...
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, with swords all in his back. It's like, that card looks so devastating. It does. People are always, like, super, super devastated when they get that card. I actually love that card. That is... It is the end. It is acceptance. You know, yeah, it, it's like, relief. It's the... Yeah, it is a little sad. I mean, of course, it's defeat. And, of course, like, you have ten swords in your back. But, like, it marks completion. Yeah, it's like but an exhale. Let, let, a let know. go. Yeah. What's been done has been done. Use the strength, you know, of everything you've gained from all that pain. And leave them, leave the swords as they are. And you go
1: out there and you get them, girlfriend.
0: And you get them. She's like gushing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's like pulling the swords
3: out of her back.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. After that. Yeah. I love in this book, it says after every nightmare, the earth skids towards sunrise. And every time, I re- every time I read it, I hate saying skids. It's skids. Skids. Yeah, it sounds like skid marks.
1: Yeah, gross. I just think of having <laughs> to do my ex-stepdad's laundry. Like, literally, as yeah. soon as we could walk, we had to do, like, chores. Um, but I remember doing his laundry, dude, and, like, straight up, like, skid marks on all of his underwear oh my god it was terrible could you imagine being like a seven-year-old and you're like ew like
0: yeah f- now we all have to we all have to be cleansed now. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sending you clear i'm sending you clearings right now. Pew, pew,
1: through her finger just like <laughs> darting up and down the screen
0: oh my god yeah that is... Um...
1: Disgusting. And let's move forward.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Every night of
0: <laughs> the Earth Earth's skin towards sunrise. Um Okay. Okay.
1: Uh,
0: um, what's next? Okay, so <laughs> talked about the numbers, talked about the skin marks, <laughs> and now there's the court cards <laughs> the court cards um right the characters the, the yuppies just kidding yeah the yuppies. uh the page or um right no yeah yeah the page is numerot age the knight the queen, the queen the king the king so the page right is going to be unafraid um open kind of like innocent um Fresh, eager, general page energy. Page vibes. Night, page five. The night is going to be, you know, kind of like ready to act, uh, bold and energetic. Um, even like exper- experiment. Hot. It's going to be like whatever. Yeah. I'll experiment be... with a
1: night. Hot. Uh, In my uh, renaissance, like French, renaissance French brie. This end up like. Oh, yeah hopping bareback so, like no panties on on a horse
0: <laughs>
1: riding away with a wild night dude fuck yes no shoes yeah. no bra no shoes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then you're like what you're like i don't wear a bra blocks my heart Jack. <laughs> I just
1: like fog up his helmet and he can't see. <laughs> and then we crash into a tree. And then the night yeah, dies and then I'm stuck butt ass naked in the middle of a forest <laughs> in like French Renaissance where like if I don't get in soon like I'm probably gonna get raped eight days a Sunday. So Well the horse's got you. The
0: horse will protect
1: But me. what if the horse runs
3: away?
0: Yeah.
3: You're like your dad dude <laughs>
0: she's done oh yeah you're screwed yep oh yeah you're screwed um next on the list is the queen the quans um she's gonna be super wise obviously duh she's gonna be super super grounded the queens are gonna be creative and intentional and selective and thoughtful as
1: damn i love queens
0: I love queens, too. Love them. I love, what is it? Is it the queen of cups that has the little kitty? I think it she is. does. She's, she's so cute. Her. And she's like
1: up in her throne and shit.
0: She's beautiful. I love her. Um, the king um, is going to be super knowledgeable, of course. He's going to be super firm, confident, rigid, and decisive.
3: I always feel like Dan Leonard's the king.
0: Dan is 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 a king he's king vibes and honestly in the in the cards they say like in a lot of I mean I think a lot of people do this in the court cards are kind of like you know think of a person I always just like let it come to me however it will because sometimes I feel like I am the like the qualities or like what it's trying to tell me is that I am stepping into the page or I am blah 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 but It has. It's definitely recommended to to kind of see the king right as like a father or a boss or you know like some person in your life that has like some sort of authority over you, uh, a person that you respect, a mature person, uh, you know something like a domineering.
1: A grandpa.
0: (laughs) Papa. Grandpa. (laughs) Yeah, whoever uh, was like the authoritative person in your life maybe is like coming up in the reading. As the king of whatever um, and the queen you know the mother or the grandmama or the important woman or the woman that you respect um a woman who has a lot of influence on you maybe the knight um you know is maybe some sort of like dynamic person or a dangerous person Hot. a uh, person who yeah another
1: hot Jesus grandma, fucking getting uh, wet over <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> reading about the, the night
0: horse is back again. Um, he's dangerous. And he, may prov- he may provoke a specific situation.
1: Ooh, I got a situation right here. He can uh, handle. Here, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Take his book. I got your jowl stick right here, Mister Knight. Yeah,
0: I got you. Have you ever seen that, like at the rena- Renaissance? Uh, yeah, I fucking so love Renfins. Like- I, I want to go get a oh,
1: scotch so egg fun. and a big-ass beer and ride a horse and throw an axe. Uh, that sounds like a great day.
0: I would love to go. To the... I was so sad that I couldn't go to the Renaissance Fair this it year. sucks. I know. Fuck you,
1: COVID. Right. Ruin everything. I know. I wanted to take Hedy. But maybe one day we'll go again.
0: Maybe one day Healing House will go.
1: Oh my god, can we do a live show like, at the Ren Festival? Like me and
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> the whole company. Oh my. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Maybe we'll be asked to some Ren Fair. Oh my god. I have no idea. Why, Just
1: plugging but... it out there. Anybody who's in charge of running a Renaissance Festival, which yes. I'm sure somebody out there who does so, that is definitely listening right now.
0: Hey, I know a guy. <laughs> wait do you really wait do you
1: really know yeah a guy?
0: he built yes and of course you know like a guy all, he built like all of the um the the homes in, here, and here in uh uh what's the it's one of the biggest renaissance fairs in texas but he built all of the things he's like he makes wood i have um yeah. He makes what? His name's Jerry. He's Ripper great. Goddess. He is great. His name's Cooper. I'm almost positive With his name is Cooper three O's. Cooper. <laughs> his name is Cooper Cooper.
3: Cooper Cooper?
0: Cutest guy. Cutest guy ever.
3: Is he hot? He's
0: like... Yeah, Brielle, I'll send you a pic. Okay. Alright, so... The page. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh after the night is the page, a son, a young man, or whatever, a young, a friend, a person bearing any type of news at all. Maybe a page. Um and I mean, yeah, those are the cards in full, pretty much. Um super amazing, like the way that they can like be laid out and make so many different stories that we can all relate to. Another thing that I feel like is something that's asked a lot is what about reverse cards
1: oh yeah, what people,
0: tell us Michelle people reverse? yeah, tell um, us
1: about reversals, yeah, Mitch, come
0: on, do whatever you want is my real is my real response um because, okay, so, when the cards are in reversed there, that it, it, there's just so many ways that that can, like, affect, right, affect the meaning of the message, and a lot of this is going to depend on, like, the context of the surrounding cards and the overall message of the, re- of of the reading, um, but I feel like most of the time it's never just, like, as clear as, clear cut is like your initial reaction so right like oh my god i got the lover's card but it's in reverse like i'm getting a divorce or something like that like absolutely not Um, calm
1: the fuck down everybody
0: yeah i feel like when you're first getting started with tarot it's probably like usually i wouldn't like immediately start to work with the reversals i think it's important to first kind of, like, get familiar with uh, the meanings of the cards, all the symbolism in the cards um, as they are. And then um, once you kind of oversee, like, the story and the storylines, then you can kind of see, like, the meanings as, as layers or, like, see the card and then, like, dig into it a little bit deeper. Like, there may be a little bit, like, of an extra layer of depth If the card is upside down, so a lot of times in my personal readings, like with people, if it's upside down, I'll just say, like, something to consider is the meaning of this card, but like in a really extreme way. So maybe you're like overindulging in X, you know, like maybe whatever, if like the, let's say, I don't know. If it if it was if it was the ten of swords to the back, but it's in reverse. So right, it's like, okay, it's a defeat, it's a loss, it's an ending. But isn't like isn't this acceptance though? Like, can you find a way to accept this? It might have been really, really hard. Like, let's think about what things stabbed you in the back. Like there just may be another level to it. Like, I don't think It's like shining a light
1: and micro focusing on that scenario that could have happened, like analyzing that.
0: Like you, like you could, like you could look at, you know, one thing and think like, so like what we talked about the, the six of cups earlier, that like awakening, that nostalgia, that presence. So like maybe in reverse, like, can we think about a specific memory? Does this have to do with memories? Does this have have to do with me living in the past? You know, like maybe it's a warning not to be living in the past if you're like thinking of all this nostalgic shit. Like it's just like there's different ways of looking at it, and I don't think it's like like there. It's not the opposite of presence. It's not the opposite of nostalgia just because it's upside down. And maybe and maybe you could you could identify you could look at it you know as as the opposite of something. So like I guess like if it was like the empress or something maybe you could look at it in reverse like okay well the opposite of being motherly and nurturing and blah 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 is this like is that showing up in my life at all
1: yeah like who are you neglecting yeah what are you neglecting
0: Yeah. yeah so i think there's like ways to
1: um those two i feel like are the most common i mean and And then as you get, like Michelle said, as you get more familiar with what the cards, like what you actually see in the cards, that's the other thing is like they're littered with symbolism. And, you know, like maybe Michelle is like really drawn to the astrology portion of the design of that deck. And that type of symbolism is what's on her radar when she's reading or helps her interpret or like it's numerology for some people. It's numbers, you know. So, you'll eventually, like, over time, get your own, like, spliff off of, you know, the original definition of that card.
0: Exactly. I was thinking we could just do, like... Yeah, we could, um... Oh, and I have one more tip. do... One more tip. Yes.
1: Dude, start with small spreads. Like, don't um, do a I giant do fucking, like, Celtic cross, because it the whole point is is to make connection and and storylines within the cards and like less is more. Like I kind of only really do like three cards and then just pull and pull and it ends up in kind of like this almost like weird like punk rock spread cuz we're just pulling and then like pulling another card to clarify another card. It's mm-hmm. it's I don't want to say it's chaotic but it organic, I'll say it.
0: Yeah. I love organic and intuitive spreads. I think they're, I mean, I think they're, they're, they're like the most fun for me now. Um, I think that is a really helpful tip is like starting small. I also feel like, so my, my tarot journey began only, it's almost been four years. So this was like right at the end of 2016. Um, wait, yeah. Right at the end of 2016, when I told you, Brie, you know this, but I went, I just, like, woke up one morning, my, like, my glands in my neck and, like, back of my head were, like, so swollen. They were, like, protruding from my body. And I was, like, what's happening? I obviously have to go to the hospital, like, now. And I went, and the, they called me back. They did blood work. They called me back after doing blood work. They said, "You need to come back in. we need to do more blood work. We think you have lymphoma, which is lymphnotic c- cancer, so I was freaking out um went back up blood work done again, I had mono uh, no, so it was like way more exciting than-, <laughs> than than cancer, and I was like, okay i'm gonna what am I gonna do? I can't work you know for." two months I was actually kind of excited I was like oh I can't go to work
3: Um, I have mono
0: but like I didn't feel sick you know I didn't feel sick or tired or anything it was just like oh my god my glands are protruding and like now I have to stay home and do nothing all day um so I just learned tarot and I would just pick what I would do was pick cards I would do spreads I would do spreads I got um like so one of my references which I guess I should have cited all, cited all of this in the beginning um, The Complete Book of Tarot by Juliette Sharman Burke um, A Step-by-Step Guide to Help You Become a Better Reader of the Cards. This is the first book I ever got and it's dope. Um, it's super helpful.
3: Mine for me was Simply Tarot dude that book is oh, yeah. fucking great.
0: Yeah. This one's really cool too. They have exercises in it so like to literally help you learn the cards. So um they also would like have you do a thing where like you what what I did was I would pick a card and I would write like so you do a spread. So say it was like the star spread or uh, the Cel uh the Celtic sp- uh spread. I would write down, like, what each card was, and then I would pick the cards, write them down, and then I would write a description based on, like, the symbolism in the card, right? I'd be like, okay, there's a hill in the background, there's, you know, choppy waves, like, there's a castle, you know, there's a, you know, a reef above them. Like, so I'd write down, like, the details, and then I'd kind of write, like, what, what I thought that that, what I thought that that meant, what my version was and then i would look at the actual versions and then compare what i had originally thought and you're probably be... pretty close
1: to a lot of them yeah, yeah like
0: and sometimes you're like mm-hmm. and then and then the connections start you know start happening and you're like oh okay um really good way to learn like really quick too is to like relate the, you know relate the cards to you know yourself so I just like flipped a card over right now the seven of swords the seven of swords the imagery here is this dude he's carrying five swords like and they're like all slipping out of his hands and he's got two two are like posted up like kind of like behind him or whatever so I would probably say like just by looking at this card there's like some tents and stuff going on behind him but it looks like You know, it looks like he's kind of struggling. It looks like he's, like, has a lot to carry, a lot on his mind, per se. Like, you know, this is the matter of the mind. He's probably has a lot on his mind. He probably feels like he has to, like, go through this, you know, all on his own. And this card is individualism, like a deception of some sort, maybe, like, a mistrust. So... And this is like matter of the mind, right? So you're going to like make, you know, can this guy, you know, can you trust others? Can you trust yourself, you know, enough? Um, Consider what you may need to just drop, you know, and where it may be like okay to open up. So you can kind of like make this story a little bit about you, about a time where you felt like maybe you didn't trust, you know, somebody. And you felt like it kind of felt a little bit like sharp or hesitant or resistant, like while you were, you know, working with them or whatever. So you kind of like can come up with your own situation when you're kind of practicing or going through the cards. And at least I feel like that was like super dope, super helpful for
1: me. I did those too. And then also like recording like what your readings are like when you're like, okay, I'm going to try to start to sell to tell a story or do a simple spread, like past, present, future, you know, love, uh, relationships, health, or something like that, you know, begin to record like your early, you know, interpretations of cards because you can go back a, and like, see how that ended out. Like, did you take that advice and what was the outcome from that? But then also like the pull from, you know definitions to help you you know curate you know your final interpretation of a card
0: Mhm I love it. I just picked three cards. So just to like go over and like super fun. Uh so the first card that we chose
3: the star. I don't know if you can see.
0: I know and here we are. So so we know, uh so I was kind of, you know, sometimes I do I do a threes a three card spread a lot. And what I kind of do is I kind of think of it, it and like my spreads change <clears throat> a lot, but they're kind of always I'll do one for like until I'm sick of it or like until I just feel like there's a better one. Um And so what I've been doing is kind of like a recent, you know, it's like past, present, future. But the past is like what is directly beneath, you know, what's right under you. Kind of one foot in, one foot out type of deal. And where your foot is in the present is the center card. And then the third card is like what you're stepping into. uh, One foot into and one foot still in the present. So hope for us is kind of like beneath us, which is like makes a bunch of sense, given what everything that's been going on. Um, I'm going to read from the Mesquite Tarot is my again, written um, by Alicia, Alicia Fitz and illustrated by um, Rowan Walls. Uh, So the star, hope, inner guidance and renewal. The star appears after darkness, after a period of difficulty, disconnection. In the dusty ruin and debris of the tower, the star brings assurance and comfort. Light in a moonless sky, the promise that it will be okay. Stars were navigation tools in the old world. Here, the star beams confidence and trust in your inner map. A drawing back to yourself after feeling lost. A return to trust and optimism. The flow of abundance is not material. The star speaks of depth in the inner world. A bright peace, knowingness, feeling renewed enough to think about it generously. May you pour freely from a full cup. May you know your direction. It. The star.
3: this style. So.
0: The stars. So, where we're coming, you know, what we're stepping out of is this like moment, you know, we're like, the we tower. Ourselves again. Yeah, we've, th- the tower fucking happened. Shit is come, you know, shit came down, shit is coming down just right beneath us. And now we have found this hope.
1: Which is, you want to know something that's interesting? So, like, the, there, I don't know how long before it was for the election, but I was like, what's going to happen? Like, what is this going to be? And for the election, I pulled the tower in reverse yeah
2: Mm. so
1: it's interesting how we are the star and then the next card i was like how like who's gonna make it like how are we gonna get out of this and then i pulled the sun boom like right after it and i was like dude fuck yes thank god because i was like whoa yeah and it's crazy that now it's the star anyway keep going
0: Yeah, and now yeah, right beneath us and this is even this is great. This is the present moment right where we're at right now. The eight the eight of pentacles. Um the imagery here is a man, you know, there's there's about I think six or five pentacles like up above him on the wall. He's like carved stars, you know, he's carving into each one and like setting them setting them in a row, yes. This is the focus, the diligence and the craft. So on occasion, you get lo- you get those moments of forgetting yourself, getting lost in the music of making, hours of passing, something rhythmic taking over. The Greeks referred to muses, spirits that used the bodies of humans to translate their art. Mostly, these interludes are rare. The practicality of work even inspired its own test of endurance. Remain diligent through the intimidating or dull, and nurture the practice of detail. Work isn't only money in exchange for time. Creativity is urgently and essentially human in every life. Authentic work is the full flowering, the logical conclusion of what started as a seed of curiosity.
3: Meditation. Um, so yeah, I love
0: um, yeah, in this moment it's like this you know, this is a material thing, something that we can see changing. We're also at the eight. So it's like kind of, you know, we're kind of coming into this like full fruition. It's just like this reminder of like focus. Hashtag focus. COVID
1: fatigue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: right? All of yeah. us. All
1: of us gotta focus. We're doing the hard work.
0: hmm And like getting through it when it when it's dull. Like getting through it when it's dull, getting through it when it's scary getting through it, you know, when we like, you have those intimidating times, getting through it when you don't know what the fuck you're doing, you know, getting through it and using your craft and your passion, even when it feels like a lot of work or when it feels like, you know, you're doing it for money. It's like, this isn't, you know, the time isn't just, you know, money in exchange. This is like something that at least I'm, th- I'm thinking of as us like working together in, in in healing house, and like using that focus, using that craft is this like this this thing that's really creative and something that you really want to do, you know uh what started as a seed of curiosity, I love it,
1: yeah, it's mm. super relevant, you know, like the changes that I made you know for my professional life was so I could. honor that card you know so i can be doing the things that i really 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 want to be doing you know which is this
0: right and guess what's coming the world
3: what (laughs) bitches i know so
0: i i love this so think about it okay so we'll go well yeah so the world the world is the last remember of the 22. It's the last of the fool's journey. The fucking world. This is the integration. This is the completion. Yes. This is the attain this is us attain attaining. This is us using the words like I'm exactly where I want to be. I knew I like all of this hard work would pay off. I am you know reaping the benefit of the work that's put in.
1: Um, Get in the car, bitch. We're going to the podcast awards.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Looking, looking out from the lip of an ocean can make a person feel so irrelevant and so full all at once. This card points to such glimpses of fullness when the edges between you and the world begin to disappear. Moments when you see the little categories disintegrating, all the convenient demo democrations we use to make sense of our one, interconnected world, falling together in completion. The world invites the union of your ambitions, emotions, intellect, and material realities. Watch for the arrival of contentment, integration, the certainty that everything is right, even if it's not perfect.
3: Mm.
0: So good.
1: I love that. there
0: it is. I love it too. That is a very
1: hopeful spread. That's a Michelle Obama spread.
3: Heck yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: Falling together in completion. So yeah, if you think about it, it's like, you know, what you're stepping, you know, what's beneath us is this hope, the star, this like, you know, the search of no more. The way out. Shit has fallen. (laughs) Yeah, the way out, the hope. Where am I at? Where are we at now? in the focus, in the diligence, in the war you know working through it, getting through it and at the end, you know what you're stepping is into is that attainment is that cycle of like completion? The fool has done you know it's one cycle, it's one whole story all wrapped up in one like it is stepping into like that total completion card. Um,
1: and that my friend is a mic drop from Michelle Lynn.
0: I love when I make sound effects and I remember, like, I can just add. I know. (laughs) Aruga, (laughs) Aruga.
1: Oh my god, that's so good. Dude, that was awesome. I wish I would have had your explanation when I was learning tarot.
0: I know. I wish I had. Yeah, it just it's like it's so fun, though, because once you do the things and once you just like go through them all. Yeah, it seems really overwhelming. But once you start to, like, make those connections, like it really does. Um, you just they just make sense Yeah. And, you know, I don't like read my cards. like I, I mean, I'm still careful about like how often I'm reading my cards and. I mean, I just like trust myself a lot more now than I used to. Um, so I, I kind of feel like, you know, really using the cards when you really, um, like just need like a little push or, or you know. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking? For this month time. I use them uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a, uh, a, uh, affirmation, like affirmation. Um.
1: Yeah. No affirmation. Kind of yeah. Or, uh, um,
3: fuck, what are you trying... Affirmation is correct, yes.
0: I just love that we got the world. Ugh. Promises of success, harmony, and triumphant achievement. This is the realization of a sought-after prize or goal.
1: Fuck yes, you guys. That is amazing. We got this. We got this world. I mean, we literally got the world so
0: we literally got the word. right here
1: Thank you. it's way here <laughs> <laughs> um awesome thanks mitch that yeah. was super rad
0: that's it oh one more thing another really help um one more thing another helpful tool if you were like looking into you know learning tarot is um bridget esselmont um she it, That's a Biddy Tarot
2: chick?
0: Yeah, she's creator of the Biddy Tarot. And she, so Biddy Tarot is a great, like, literally bitty tarot.com. Um, A lot of great, like, um, information references, sources. And also she has a planner that for, if you're learning, I feel like it's just a really awesome little planner book. So it's every single day you can pull a card. Write the so it literally it's like a calendar. It's like Saturday, you know, part of the day. You write the card of the day, what your intention is and what your reflection of the card is. Whether you do it or not every day, I mean at least you're like it's getting you familiar. And then it has um new moon and full moon spreads like each month. Um so like just like an example, like it'll be like a six card spread for like a full moon in Taurus was you know, what number one, what resources have I gathered in the last six months? How can I bring more money or more serenity to my days? Money money is serenity. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I, I don't know why I got money. Um but yeah, so then you can you know, you do your spread, you there's a little journal page where you can write it all out. Just one of those really nice like things that is helpful if you're if you're learning. Bitty tarot. Also just get a journal, write, you know, pull your own, do your own readings and do the game where you, you guess what your card means and then figure it out if it's right.
1: Can you get a guess. I did that for a really long time during COVID. Um, what was I going to say? No, yeah, dude, that was fucking awesome. Like I said, I wish that would have been a, like your definition in your lecture would have been around you know, when I was like seventeen in high school, that would have been really helpful. Um but uh, right, I hope that was, yeah, yeah easy. Yeah. So and you know, get into it. Like follow your intuition. Like Michelle just laid down like a bunch of amazing tools that you can use to help you help you train for tarot. Tarot to help you train for tarot. Tarot. Tarot training. It's just like everybody's in camo <laughs> and crystal balls. And then
0: you're like, "Next card. What does <laughs> it mean?" "You scumbag. Get
1: down and give me 10 of pentacles." <laughs> oh my god, so good. Um,
0: you got the 3 of 3 of swords right me every time you ever got your heart stabbed out.
1: <sighs> Oh my God! Oh so God!
0: Saddest point in your life. Write them down now. <laughs> Don't
1: forget them. Roger that. On that note, <laughs> friends, <clears>
0: throat>
1: join throat> Le Cavan. Do it. Link is in our Instagram bio. But most importantly, it's free and it's a gigantic help for us if you write or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or whatever. I think we're on like every single thing that you can listen to somebody else talk on. So whatever you're listening to us on, please, pretty please, with with Shug's on top. Give us a review. And follow. Yeah, leave
0: us a review. And I think we're gonna have um a tarot Reader, come on, maybe next week. Um, at some point, um, waiting to hear back from her. Um, but yeah, I think that'll be really exciting. And what's next, Brie?
1: I'm actually thinking about doing probably a three-part series on Aleister Crawley. All right. Yeah. So we'll Into dive it. a little bit more since we, I was like, well, we're on to tarot now, so we're getting more occulty. So. Yeah. You know, might as well do the homie. Well, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm thinking that we're gonna do. Uh, right after our special guest is gonna come on. So, surprise guest. First one. Surprise guest. Yeah. Yeah, first one.
0: I know if she'll. Hopefully she comes on. If not, we'll find we'll find um, other. We'll find other
1: someone. Heaps. Yeah
0: we yeah again we know a guy
1: michelle knows all the guys renfen guys that built the whole thing
0: oh that's cooper cooper (laughs) (laughs) hey man you want to come on and talk
1: about like building shit (laughs) oh my god he's so cute oh i love cooper cooper but yes thank you all uh following us follow us on Instagram at healing house podcasts and Take yeah love you all you